Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beyond Sunday at Bethlehem, a podcast created to go beyond the Sunday service experience at Bethlehem Church, exploring some of the deeper questions of our faith, offering additional content from behind the scenes from the cutting room floor. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Angela Buckland, and as always, I am beyond excited to host today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Sunday. As you know, it's group season at Bethlehem Church, and group signups are happening. We are super excited about all the amazing groups that we have to offer here at Bethlehem. And today we're highlighting our re-engage group. If you're new to Bethlehem, you might not know what a great, valuable group this is. Uh, today on the podcast, we have Jason and Nikki Williams, who lead Reengage, and Pastor Kevin and Pastor Aaron are with us today to talk about Reengage and what that is and what an awesome resource it is for our people here at Bethlehem. So, Pastor Aaron, go ahead and tell us what is Reengage. Yeah. So, um, in 2008, um, there's a church in Texas called Watermark Community Church. And uh, they saw that they had a need for uh, helping marriages that weren't just struggling, but that were wanting just to get better. And uh, and so they would they'd had couples come along say, "What do you have for for our marriage?" And um, they ended up sending couples um, to a guy named John McGee all the time because he's a guy that knows his Bible at the church and he had a good marriage. Mm. And uh, and so I. And I think it, what that would happen is its calendar just got overwhelmed yeah. with the the need for um, someone to talk to and walk with couples who are who are struggling. And so uh, him and a team developed a curriculum, uh, really that turned into an environment called Reengage. And it's a it's a redemptive journey through um, the foundations of faith to start, hmm. and then practical uh, um, topics of marriage. Yeah. Um, First, I heard about it was 2012. Um, I was at Twelve Stone Church, and um, and so we had a very similar um, challenge as a staff: is we wanted to help the the couples of of Twelve Stone Church take a next step. And so we heard about an incredible ministry out in Texas, Reengage, and we wanted to go check it out. And so we took a trip. Three of us took a trip down to Dallas, and we heard from the leaders there, and they equipped us and got us ready and we went back and we piloted reengage for the first time in in, in 2012 wow. and uh and since then it's just become an incredible felt need for the church mm-hmm. um at bethlehem we started it um 2018 2018 nice. so um we've been running it since then as an environment as a as a place that couples can come to and really the goal was an oasis for couples who are looking to take a next step and they may have gone to counseling, they may have not, but one of the things we always say is if you haven't tried working on your marriage in a group setting, mm-hmm. we really encourage you to do so because there's a lot of uh, a lot of progress that can be made there. Um, and mm-hmm. so uh, and so we launched reengage and there it is. So it's a right now it's 14 weeks. It's a 14 week journey. Uh, we run it by semesters, fall and spring semester. and we've got an incredible group of leaders who are called. Uh, just to lead couples and the Williams lead those leaders. Uh, they just have a real, uh, they have a real heart to mentor and lead couples yeah. um, to toward oneness in their marriage. So that's awesome. All right. So Jason and Nikki, tell us, tell our listeners about how you first joined Reengage, kind of coming into that brand new. Uh, and then kind of how long ago was that? Uh, and then what led you from attending to now leading? Okay. 
So um, early 2020, um, we had had a few, several rough years in our marriage. Yeah. And we had done counseling off and on. Um, when things would get, things would improve, we thought we were good. And then we would just get back into that vicious cycle. Mm. Um, so like I said, early 2020, we were just stuck. Um, the For me, uh, I was just in a place of like, couldn't find hope anymore. Mm. Didn't know what to do. Um, as we all know, that was, you know, the year of the shutdown. And yeah. fortunately, we weren't like fighting couple. We were just, you know, mm-hmm. parenting roommates. roommates. And, yeah. Um, so we were just kind of stagnant mm-hmm. and we knew we weren't healthy and didn't have the marriage we wanted. So um, when fall came along and we were kicking back, kicking back up for groups, um, it was sign up Sunday and we're literally sitting in the auditorium. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to be the one to say, let's do this. Cause I don't want to be the initiator. Yeah. I don't want to like, I want us both to be on the same page. And, I, but I subtly just looked over at him and I said, you know, I was kind of thinking about reengage and he just like instantly me too. Oh, like, <laughs> like we were both on the same page, but oh neither one of us wanted to be yeah. the initiator, I yeah. guess. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, it just, it was, um, it was kind of our last hope mm-hmm. and a resource that we knew was here available to us. Didn't cost us anything, but buying the books for 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, Yeah. That's so awesome. can you can you describe a little more detail, just knowing that there's couples in there going, well, maybe that would help us, maybe it wouldn't. Like we hear the roommate thing all the time, mm-hmm. Darla and I do when we meet mm-hmm. with couples. Um, what else was going on that was enough to say we got we we should get some help because this can be better? Yeah. We just couldn't communicate mm. in a healthy way. Um and we tried know, the other avenues, yeah, the counseling. Counseling and- just while it was great, uh, don't knock counseling at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, it just didn't work because we would leave the counseling office, even with homework, a sheet of paper, some worksheets, um, guidelines of what to do. And we get home and forget about it and yeah. just go back to the cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about reengage is it just sets you up to be successful. Yeah. I mean, you've got the book that guides you, you've got people surrounding you, that accountability factor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Aaron, you, something you said, and you're just discussing it, your introduction was just that it's in a group setting. And yeah. that really does seem to make a difference when you're you're leaning into Christ-centered community, and that's what we're called to do as mm-hmm. Christ followers. Mm-hmm. We're called mm-hmm. to live our lives with one another, not mm-hmm. in isolation, not doing life alone. That's so that seems to be a really powerful element. Mm-hmm. And and just being being vulnerable, I think there's a lot of fear, maybe mm-hmm. a lot of fear, a lot mm-hmm. of um, you know, that keeps people from saying, hey, we're struggling, you know, and just being a, being willing to admit that takes a lot of courage. Yeah. Well, but one of the elements of reengage or one of the things we do is uh leader couples will share their story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and so for the first several weeks, uh, we have one of our leader couples and they'll they'll share their journey of marriage. Yeah. And I, you can kind of tell that 
folks who are in re-engage realize at that point that, hey, I'm not alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not alone in what I've experienced. I'm not alone in, in where I'm at right now. And uh, it just, uh, it, it breaks down the walls, you know. Yep. I think it's important, too, to think about, like, when you guys said, hey, let's do this. You had already been to counseling and and probably been to some other couples or, you know, you've marriage tried other groups. things. Yeah. Which we would always say, if you want a better marriage, keep keep working, keep mm-hmm. trying. Mm-hmm. And that's what you guys did. You took another step, even though, because we, you know, some couples go, well, we tried counseling one time. It didn't work. Well, there's other opportunities out there. Reengage is one of those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to grow in your marriage, you should jump in. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about that, that first time. So you guys joined the group. Tell us about kind of the first experience that you had and, and, or, or that first semester as, uh, as members. Um, well, we were already, we were planning on taking the class like we discussed. Yeah. Um, um, we just, we just figured that it would, um, it would be a good way to, um, be engaged and intentional yeah. about our marriage. Um, and then, Pastor Aaron came to us and, um, well, this, this was the leading part. Um, okay. as far as Nikki already talked about when we, when we originally joined, but when, when Pastor Aaron asked us to lead, um, we didn't know what to do at first. We, <laughs> we looked at each other and we, we prayed about it. Um, but we just, we just knew that it would be a good way to continue our growth path because we were, we were on such a, a good path from taking the class the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, we had never, we had never led a small group as a couple. Yeah. Um, yeah. we had, Nikki had led a few small groups, um, on her own. Um, but we just figured, you know, when, when pastor Aaron said that we could co-lead, we were like, well, that'll be a good way to, you know, just ease us into the leadership role. Mm-hmm. And it really was. Yeah. 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 It's cool. You know, because when leading, uh, a re-engaged group, you also realize, wow, I'm a participant in this group too. So everybody gets a, a new guide and walks through the new journey. And mm-hmm. like, it's really, it's just really beneficial because it gives you intentionality again. You know what I mean? Yep. And we, and you realize we all need it, whether yes. we're leading or yeah. whether we're a participant. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Definitely. yeah. So <clears throat> can you tell us like some of the cool things that you saw God do in your marriage through attending this group? Do you have any cool, cool stories that uh, you can share just um, you know, as 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 you walked through this journey in reengage, uh, talk about your your journey as members, and then maybe as leaders that you've seen God do in other people's marriages too. Um, well, this is an easy answer. Uh, reengage saved our marriage. Yeah, wow. um, <laughs> we we know that it was God that saved our marriage, mm-hmm. but um, He used reengage as a vehicle mm-hmm. to um, create oneness in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just it just brought us closer together, yeah. Um, which we didn't think was possible. Um, we did. I mean, we loved each other, but we had just tried so much, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, as far as uh, others seeing seeing God and others as just um, just seeing um, Him move people past uh, struggles like divorce. Yeah. Um, we've mm-hmm. seen people with divorce papers. Um, they had, they had divorce papers with them when they came to class and we've just seen them heal those marriages. Mm-hmm. We've seen them, um, move people past infidelity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is just amazing. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. it's just, um, uh, he shows up big time mm-hmm. and re-engage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
this past semester, I remember the leaders were talking that we're going to have a divorce paper burning at the end of this <laughs> session. Yep. We had a few in our, our wow. group. Yeah. It was a few, well, not yeah. the burning. We had yeah, that. Yeah. we had a few uh, people that were yeah. talking about divorce. Wow. That's powerful. Can mm-hmm. you can you describe you use the word oneness in your marriage? And I'm thinking about someone who's listening to this going, I'm not sure I want my marriage to be better, but I don't know what what can you describe what oneness what means to like? you? Yeah. What's it look like to you? We we talk a lot in a group every week. We mention this. Um, just remembering this was big for me and Jason, just remembering that we're on the same team. Mm-hmm. You get so wrapped up in a fight yeah. or a, just an ongoing issue that you have. And what we would fall into is just um, we couldn't discuss it because defensiveness would just take over. Mm-hmm. And But once we learned some of the tools through Reengage, um, even when we'd fall back into these arguments um, or issues, we would just stop and go, what are we doing? Like <laughs> we both the want the team. same thing. Yeah. We're on the same team. Yeah. Um, and just and praying together. Um, just recognizing that that us, well, and then the spiritual journey, mm-hmm. growing towards God, grows us together at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just get that whole oneness and mm-hmm. spiritual mm-hmm. growth out of it. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's just you know couples who say, well, my issue is my husband or my issue is mm-hmm. my wife. And when you start to describe oneness you mm-hmm. and you get on the same team, you have you and your spouse and then you have the issues. So now we are against the yes. issue as opposed mm-hmm. to as opposed right. to me being against you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you create that, then there's a whole lot of momentum. A lot of great things happen mm-hmm. in a marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. So true. And that's one of the one of the big things we talk about in the class and what the book teaches is to um, draw a circle around yourself mm. and yeah. focus on who's in that circle. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Not, not pointing the finger, not, not blaming, um, but just yeah. focusing on what we can control yeah. and asking yeah. God to change us individually instead of our spouses. We can only change ourselves Yeah, as yeah. much as we try to change the other person. It's yeah, a losing battle. And, and we've tried so hard. I can't get my wife to change for anything. Uh-huh. I'm sure Darla she'd will say not the change. same thing. Darla, if you're listening to this, I'm trying to get you to change. Yeah. Yeah. I love that image though about the circle, Kevin. Yeah. I've heard you t- say, you know, about standing. You're you're standing back to back. You're you know fighting t- together, not with each other. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to kind of explain yeah. that or just kind of talk about that image. Well, yeah, we always have the opportunity to fight. For our spouse or against our spouse, yeah, and yeah. the the visual in my mind that I got from a counselor um, was as Darla and I were sitting in a session, um, she was upset about something, and the counselor looked at me and he said, "She just put a sword on the ground. Mm. What are you going to do?" Mm. I said, "I don't know." And he said, "You're either going to pick it up and swing it at her, mm. or you're going to fight for yeah. her, and you need to decide what you're going to do." Yeah. So that visual of a sword, like mm. all the time, that that's oneness, like. When yeah. I decide whether Darla decides that she's going to fight for me or I decide I'm going to mm. fight for her, that, that helps us give a, a, a visual of oneness. Yeah. So yeah. I always have that. Anytime we're in discussing something, um, I have that visual of the sword. Is she holding it right now or did she just lay it down and she wants me to pick it up for mm. her? Um, mm. Just a good picture. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. one of the most powerful yeah. and comforting things that Ren ever said to me just was that what you just said, what you said so beautifully was we're on the same team. 
Yeah. And right away <laughs> when he said that, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Why am I fighting you then? Mm -hmm. You know, we're fighting together. And that just, man, that that really did help kind of let, like, let, yeah, put down the swords. Yeah. So. And the beauty of being on the same yes. team is, is because that's our language too in our yeah. marriage. Darla can look at me and say, hey, listen, I'm on your team, which means I can trust what she's going to say. She has my best interest yes. at heart. Yes. And she, so she can say some really hard things to me. And I can I can receive it because because I know we're on the same team. We have that oneness. Mm -hmm. um, and every couple can get that. And, and re-engage is one of those tools that can help you get to there. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It changes the competition. The competition is not your spouse. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Good. Then you can you can focus on you inside that circle and and outdoing one another in in love, you yeah. know, instead of instead of trying to up one up the other, yeah. which is I think it creeps into any marriage and that's a powerful statement we're on yeah. the same team we're on you know, the same like, yeah. team yeah yeah so kind of like do you guys have any kind of practical like in the moment tips when you know say you're in a heated argument you're you're fighting with each other or whatever what, what are some ways or some things that you can kind of change your thinking and get kind of unhooked um from these you know do you have you learned that does re-engage kind of teach you these practical skills for communicating or, or it does. And our experience yeah. in itself, um, I would say for me, um, I guess for Jason too, um, we've been pretty good at this. It's just pausing, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, I was emotion. Say, my mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. You I know, think. our emotions <laughs> work yeah. instantly yeah. and, um, mm -hmm. And if we respond to that instant emotion, it's mm -hmm. not the proper response. It's reactive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so if we just give ourselves just a moment to just pause and think, mm -hmm. remember we're on the same team, mm -hmm. and or even think, what what are we even talking about? It's stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. A, a lot of times we get through with a hour long argument, and I'm going. What started this? I don't even know where this began. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Mm, that's good. So, so talk about just that. I don't know. I really just, I love the the courage that, you know, just that it takes for us to, you know, for, for to talk about, yeah. hey, we're, we're people, we're humans. We don't have, you know, perfect. We're not perfect. We don't have perfect marriages. So talk about just some of the fears or some of those uh, things that you kind of had to overcome to even step foot and and be a part of reengage, and then get up in front of a room full of leaders, hmm. uh, and 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 even on a podcast and say, "Hey, we're not perfect, and our marriage isn't perfect, but here's what God has done." So just kind of talk about just uh, getting rid of those fears mm -hmm. and overcoming those. Um, like if someone would ask me, you know, about joining a small group or leading a small group, I would just say. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> just jump, leap of faith. Um, it's scary, um, but it's it's a place where we let down um, barriers, mm -hmm. um, and we just we that's where we grow, right? Yeah. Where we yeah. where we let down barriers and we get past our fears. Um, I mean, we there's so much growth in that in that realm in that aspect of re of reengage is is the group setting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and just being able to um, just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. a safe space for people um, 
you can say what you want, mm -hmm. let it all out. Mm -hmm. It's not going outside that room. Yeah. Um, it is scary. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, mm -hmm. it, I mean, it's scary, mm -hmm. uh, getting up in front of people and talking to people much less, mm -hmm. um, like us, as us leaders have to do and re-engage is, is, you know, tell our story or mm -hmm. our, yeah. our, our marriage story. Mm -hmm. And, um, but it's so empowering when you do that mm -hmm. you just let those walls down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And anytime you take one of those steps <clears throat> that require courage, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, it takes away something from us yeah. and it gives us, I think we can walk into something, you know, that's, that's better. Mm. Um, I mean, good. you know, I'm just thinking about, um, I'm taking, I'm thinking about the leap of faith it takes to even step into becoming a participant in re-engage. We yeah. become sometimes, uh, comfortable with the, the status quo that has become what we experience, you know, maybe it's our dysfunction we become comfortable with and we don't want to take a step into the unknown and rock the boat in any way. Yeah. I would think that's, I think that's one thing that's real big. I don't want to disrupt worse than I, what's going on right now, or I don't want to disrupt what's going on right now. I'd rather just see if time will take care of it. Yeah. Hmm. You know, just mm -hmm. time will take care of it and time never takes care of it. it Often this bitterness just grows. Yep. Mm. And so, you know, if you could take a step of boldness, just do it, like you said, and mm -hmm. see so what good. comes of becoming uh, a part of community. Um, then you put yourself under what? God's spirit, God's word, God's spirit, and God's people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that over time, it, it will not ever produce void. It yeah. won't do it. Yeah. It won't That's do it. Right. That right. over time will produce fruit. <laughs> Um, if you have the courage just to, Hey, I'm going to take that step. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of times we hear, um, people ask all the time, how do I grow in my relationship with God? How do I grow in my faith? What's God's will for my life? And that really is, it's taking that step, mm -hmm. that, that step of faith where it is scary. You're kind of stepping out there and you're not know, you don't know what's going to happen and, and mm -hmm. it feels scary, but that is such a, a powerful step. Um, Pastor Matt said it just this past week in his message. It's where the, you know, the prayer is where the real God meets the real you. Mm -hmm. So this is, I think that's part of that. It's mm -hmm. it's that spiritual growth happens when we allow God to to see us as we are mm -hmm. and others to see us as we mm -hmm. are. Mm -hmm. Be fully known. Yes. Yeah. Fully known and fully loved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Allowing ourselves to be vulnerable mm -hmm. enough to to share yeah. with others yeah. and just be open to mm -hmm. what, what can happen. I mean, that's where yeah. the growth occurs and, um, yeah. Well, and I think if yeah. we're pretending like, Hey, we've got it all together, that's not God, you know, right. like, that's like, no, that's me. That's giving me the credit and saying, mm -hmm. no, we're good. We're, we're fine. Yeah. No, that's, you know, we, we need God. We need yeah. to depend on him. We need to, to rely on him to, have the marriage that he wants us to have. Mm -hmm. We need his help. We yeah. have to admit that we're broken and get mm -hmm. to that point before anything can be fixed. That's right. Mm -hmm. The sad yeah. part for me is that couples who say we're in roommate mode, there's mm -hmm. a choice there. Mm -hmm. You can stay. Like I know couples have been married for more than 30 or 40 years. They've been in roommate mode, roommate mode for a long time Yeah, mm -hmm. because they never made a choice to see if there was something different. Mm -hmm. And I believe God has something different for them, but it's a choice yeah. they make. So I, I do, you know, 
I think about people who may be listening now who are thinking, well, we'll just see what happens. Mm. Don't. No. Like, yeah, don't do that. Just, just take a step <laughs> yeah. and re-engage is here for you. It's an mm-hmm. option to mm-hmm. take and see, just see what God does. It, I mean, the end result is not going to be that you're you're worse than roommates and at the (laughs) very worst thing you're going to end up like roommates like you are now so it can't hurt that's right but it really can't help and what if you know that what if yeah what if god decided to use this your obedience to to take a step of faith and to and to re-engage to literally transform your marriage into something that brought him so much glory that it didn't just impact your household but it impacted your kids' households Mm -hmm. and their marriages and their kids marriages and just went on for generations and my god can do that. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I just think there's a cool opportunity here for people. Just we're just saying, just make that choice and take a step forward and see what yeah. happens. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Your step of obedience could impact and transform not only your relationship but other people's as well. Especially your kids. Yeah. Yep. Yes. That's that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For well, generations to come. That uh, we were just praying and praying, and it seemed like so long. The same prayer for the same thing, mm-hmm. for healing in our marriage and getting frustrated, like, why are our prayers not getting answered? Yeah. Um, and just praying for the minimum, you know, mm-hmm. like you were saying, you you know, just a little bit better. Like, I was just praying just for peace in the house, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And once we started this journey, mm-hmm. um, after this site, the second time through our co-leading semester, um, just realizing that God did so much in our marriage. He, I mean, he did, he healed our marriage in a bigger way than we mm-hmm. asked for, than we could have planned for, than we could have ever imagined. Um, yeah. I, I never thought marriage could be this way. And this is, this is what everybody thinks marriage is going to be. Um, when they get married. When you get married. <laughs> yeah. The, I, you yeah. Know, I made a little note here. The um, the big myth is, you know, marriage is happily ever after. Oh, we just said our vows. We're just going to be happy and everything. Right off into the great. sunset. Yes. <laughs> and it's not that way. I yeah. mean, you're, you know, in you're two and in broken health. people yeah. and you're trying to, you know, mm. do life together. And then you add money kids. and you add Child. kids <laughs> and you add the stresses of careers and yeah. And all yeah. that. Um, how, and how many years? How, how long have you guys been married? Uh, this year will be 24. Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. great. And you you talked about just the tough seasons, too. You, Nikki, I know, you know, you and I kind of talked offline about you know, going through a tough season with your dad um, and just, you know, dealing with with aging parents um, and and talk about that. Talk about the impact of that. And then, but also your decision to continue leading, re-engage through that and making that even a priority during that difficult time when it would have been really easy to, to bow out mm-hmm. and, and take a season off or, and, and, you know, certainly there's a time to do that. But talk about that decision that you guys made to continue through that. Yeah. Well, um, there was, you know, there have been a few semesters where I've been like, oh no, maybe we need yeah, a yeah. little break would be nice, and <laughs> but that just nudging. Aaron nudges good too, but <laughs> the Lord nudges us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is a professional. Um, he is. He's you like... know, we we want to be obedient, yeah. and the passion that we have for reengage, yeah. um, just 
overcomes everything. Mm -hmm. But um, in uh, the fall of 22, Mm -hmm. that's when uh, Aaron came to us and he kind of wanted us to take a bigger role, Mm -hmm. more of a leadership role of the whole re-engage ministry. And my dad was um, in a home and not doing well. And we knew that the the time was coming soon. Yeah. And I just kept telling Aaron, um, I don't know. I don't know. I want to do it, but I just, I want to be able to give it a hundred percent. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to cut re-engage short because of what's going on in my personal life. Yeah. And finally, again, just saying and, and talking with Jason and, you know, the only answer is we're just going to be obedient. Mm. Like mm-hmm. this is, I mean, this is his, this is his work and yeah. he's going to guide us through it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and he did. Mm-hmm. And two weeks into that semester, my father passed away and mm. um, it was rough. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of things going on, but you know, we held it together and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just make it through. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. love that. So, yeah, I, talking about groups and leading and just feeling that 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 nudge of a, of conviction mm-hmm. and that obedience. Um, so the last podcast that we recorded was, uh, you know, with Pam and Jeff Duke and and Pastor Jeremy, Pastor Aaron. We were talking about groups and just leading, and they've led through seasons like that too, where seasons of sickness, dealing with you know physical illness and and. Uh, just personal challenges. And then I'm talking to, you know, Mandy Spittler, who's always leading groups, always leading a women's group. And at, at that time I had kind of taken a step back from leading and I walked out of that podcast and I was like, <laughs> man, I'm convicted. <laughs> and so just, just that, that nudge and that, that obedience of like, I can do this. I can, mm-hmm. I can take a step. Mm-hmm. I can lead a group. Um, I can even be involved in a group if yeah. it's, you know, if that's my first step. Um, so I just, yeah, thank y'all. Thank you for your willingness to, mm-hmm. to obey the Lord because it impacts others. Yes. It really does. Your convi- the conviction that you feel in the obedience, it's inspirational to, to others. So yeah, thank y'all. And it, it does change, you know, generations to come. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you see, yeah. um, Jesus's work in a marriage, you, you thank God for it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, you thank mm-hmm. God for it that for that work and getting to see yeah. couples coming out on the other side it's amazing yeah. it's amazing yeah, yeah. it is yeah, yeah. it um, really is yeah and we just knew at the time going back to the last question we just knew yeah. at the time that um you know even though we were nikki was going through that with her dad um that we're always going to have something going on yeah. in our mm-hmm. lives yeah um, always <laughs> so true not to take away <laughs> from a parent um passing away yeah but we just knew that um our marriage was the most important thing. Yeah. Um, and especially to God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so that, that was where the drive came from to kick us in the butt, <laughs> you know, and yeah. say that you need to do this. Um, and then the, the leading part was like, like Aaron said, it's just, and you said, it's just so rewarding, mm-hmm. um, seeing the, mm-hmm. seeing God work, seeing mm-hmm. the outcomes. Um, just, I mean, if you, if you asked our, our daughters, Mm. um what what they saw or what they see they would be like grossed out you know just because they see us loving each other you know kissing yes, yes. hugging love it um and it's just 
we gross our kids out. Yeah, too. yeah, you know, <laughs> they're like, "Why are you touching each other?" We're, we like each other. You know? That's what we're doing. Awesome. We're glorifying God. <laughs> that's right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Man, that is that's really cool. So, you guys yeah. have any any final thoughts? Any any questions? You know, I just I think about probably it's not regular practice for couples to to meet together and communicate mm. about the things that you need to communicate. Mm. That's just that becomes a not normal practice yeah. because we get busy. And one of the things I would say, one so of the good. highlights that you guys mentioned about communication is that it gets you, it gets you talking about the things that, that, that you need to talk about, but you don't talk about and that you, you ignore because it gives you a time and a space and a, uh, a method to do that. Yeah. Right. It gives you structure. Yeah. Gives you yeah. structure. Yeah. Helps you be intentional. Yeah. Yeah. And Which so, is awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's especially for guys a lot of times, mm. but I mean, it's worth it for sure. Yeah. 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 Especially for guys, especially for guys. We yeah. see that. We see, yeah. <laughs> we see the walls come down about six weeks in sometimes, mm. you know, mm. we start opening up and talking a little bit. That's yeah. awesome. But that's what the group structure does. Yeah. yeah. The structure yeah. is great with the book. I mean, it's, it gives you that accountability because you know, you're, Next week, you're coming back to face that same group, and yeah. you've all you've been given homework, homework mm -hmm. and yeah. you all have these questions that you need to answer, yeah. discuss together before you mm -hmm. come back to the group, yes. and then yes. discuss as a group. And so, yeah, it's just a it, it becomes a, a discipline, and mm. yeah, that's good yeah. accountability. That's, and yeah, yeah, yeah. When me, and, me and Michelle, we went through reengage as well, and we would make it our date night. Mm -hmm. We would make it our date night to, to discuss what we had already gone over personally and in, in re-engage. And we'd sit at the table and we'd, just, we'd discuss those questions. And I still remember it. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. was, I guess it was eight years ago. Yeah. Still remember those conversations, wow. you know, of mm -hmm. uh, our first time going through there. Yeah. And that's the, the word you just said, discipline, Nikki, that, that, that word, we don't, we don't love that word. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but when we talk about discipline, we talk about like, if you want, if you want to be financially successful, that takes discipline. If you right. want to be physically healthy, that takes physical discipline. So the things that we want in life we, that are rewarding require discipline. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes we get into that mode where it's like, well, marriage should just be easy. No, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not, it's two broken people, two sinners coming together and and being one. Mm -hmm. And and that is going to take work. It requires work, but it is so rewarding. And there is yeah. so much fruit when you do the work and and become disciplined in that. Yes. Yes. So pretty much. Well, thank you both for being here. Thanks, Aaron and Kevin. Thanks for, for having us. Thank yeah, you. for for this discussion. We have a heart for marriage here at Bethlehem Church. We we are we love marriage. We fight for families. And so if you have any questions about reengage, who do we contact? Who do our listeners contact about reengage? So you can uh, you can see it with group sign up right now in this season. Yeah. Uh, reengage will begin February 18th, but you need to sign up for it. And so you sign up by going to Bethlehemchurch.us slash groups. It's one of our care and mentor groups. Okay. Uh, but you can find it real easy as you do the search. And yeah. so um We'll kick off this environment. It's it's uh, again, it's four or five leader couples leading all together, and then those groups breaking up individually, and uh, and so it's really a beautiful journey. You know, yeah. we would love to uh, to have you sign up and love you 
love for you to be a part. Yes. And we'll yeah. include that link to re-engage. We'll include that in the show notes mm-hmm. of this, of this episode. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much to Jason and Nikki for joining us on the podcast and Thank you to our listeners for joining in every week, week in and week out. We appreciate you guys so much. Love that you join us uh, here at Beyond Sunday. If you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out to us at Sunday at BethlehemChurch.us. We love you. We're praying for you. And as always, we will see you next time on Beyond Sunday at Bethlehem. 